Hello and welcome into a new episode of the Scarves Up Podcast. I'm your host, Nathaniel Mamoudis. Thank you for joining us on whatever day you're listening to this episode. Joining me, your favorite guest, David Mamoudis. Hello, everyone. And Sounders, uh, hosting the Columbus Crew at CenturyLink Field, finishing 1-1. We're going to get into that game. We will preview the next game against uh, the Houston Dynamo. Almost said the Houston Astros. We're not talking about baseball, though. Uh, I believe they cheat less. Uh, But let's get into this game against Columbus. Let's start from the very beginning. So, first of all, a strange setting approaching the match. You know, uncertainty about uh, whether the match would be held at all. Uh, but the Sounders deciding to go ahead with it. Um, I think in the end, maybe the stadium was half or two-thirds full as terms of as many people as you'd normally see. I would say there were still probably about uh, 30,000 people there. Yeah, half probably the original number. It, you know, it, I think Schmetzer mentioned in his uh, comments after the game that when they first came out for practice, the stadium looked very empty, but it filled up a lot. Yep, uh, definitely by game time, it was very full uh yeah so they talked about of course postponing and playing the stadium behind closed doors but i i'm pretty sure both of those were were um were pretty far from actually happening and so similarly you know the uh sounders lineup is also not quite all there but um we were excited to see the return of gustav svensson and Yamar Gomez, uh, Andrade, uh, best attempt at his name, getting yep. his first MLS start. So the Sounders with 10 out of 11 of their first choice team. Uh, Svensson coming back, what did you think of his play yesterday? Um, he looked good. It was good to have him back. Um, you Tried know, for I, the spectacular cross at one point. Didn't come off. That's right. The as bicycle well kick. I think doing. I wouldn't put him too high on the list of Sounders you'd expect to be attempting that, but it was nice to see him try. And let's talk about the new center rack, Yamar. Big guy. Uh, you were saying that on the first goal that Columbus, well, Columbus's only goal, he could have done better. But I thought he had a very good game. Yeah, it looked like uh, on that one goal that he kind of lost track of Zardes' run behind him. But other times in the game, you know, when it looked like Zardes might be able to outrun him, he did a great job catching up and recovering and not letting any of those other breakaways result in real shots even. So let's let's talk about um, the goal that Columbus scored. It was a good pass. It was a, it, it was a good goal, good, good um, pass around the It was a good pass, Zardes lurking at the back post. Um, the cross kind of got past Yamar and uh, Zardes, you know, finished strong. Fry really didn't have a chance. But, you know, for maybe until the the very last second of the game, that was just about their only shot on goal. Yeah. Uh, if we look at the match uh, uh, statistics right now, and for, for people who listen to this show, we always – bring up or we're always looking at the team statistics i always have them uh in front of me if you go to the mos soccer uh dot com you can find them but i just have to point out that for this one 
the font color that they have chosen to highlight what Columbus had uh, more than the Sounders is is in their absolutely atrociously ugly yellow. And you are a coder. You know that that is the worst color to pick if you want people to read it. Like, you, you can really not read it at all. So do they have the statistics all in team colors? The Sounders are in green for things yes, with the, the Sounders Yes, sound, the Sounders are in green. So we look at total shots. So now I seven, want to go read about the LA Galaxy who you know, and see if they put the things in white on a white background. Uh, I think that for them, they either use navy blue or they're yellow. But if you look at shots, Sounders had 17 shots. They had five. But then shots on target, we were tied three to three. I'm not sure if I really agree with that. It seemed like there were more times where their keeper had to make saves uh, than Fry. Fry, of course, made one big save at the end. Uh, but it is weird. Uh, for shots on target, it's 3-3. Three to three. But then the for saves, good. the Sounders only have two. And they have, again, hard to read the font, uh, but they have three. Okay. So that means one of the shots on target was deflected off the line. I'm trying to think of when that happened in the game. I don't remember. Well, I guess that could also just mean that the penalty that Rui Diaz scored might not be counted for as a shot. I don't know how they do uh, that. Oh, yes. That, that's also a good point. Uh, uh, Sounders having the the better, the better uh, having, having more of the possession, 56% to 43%. Smetcher's favorite uh, stat, duels 1, Sounders 51, Columbus 59. Our passing wasn't very great uh, yesterday. I felt like there were a lot of passes that were just uh, badly intercepted uh, as our passing accuracy was 83%. Theirs was 81%. What so, do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, overall, the Sounders, you know, I really, I really felt like I'll be excited to get Ladero back. Um, you know, because he's obviously the engine of a lot of the Sounders' attack moving forward. Um, there were times when I felt like the Sounders weren't playing with as much energy as I would have liked to see. Um, you know, Nuhu coming in at the end obviously brought a lot of that energy and a lot of excitement to the crowd. But overall, yeah, the Sounders seemed like they were creating chances, but just not getting that last on-target shot. And, you know, this is a game that we would have liked to see the Sounders just obviously win and you know while it was great that they uh got a goal despite seeing the earlier goal called back by var um you know it just seemed like they didn't have the energy that we'd really like them to have so jire marufo was the referee he's one of the fifa referees uh, of course he did the game against lafc last year in the playoffs where he didn't really call anything while there were a lot of fouls. There weren't actually that many, I would say. Yeah, there weren't really fouls. Of course, the, the penalty that he gave was always on a handball. Um, but he was correct. The VAR was correct. Miguel Barra was offsides. It's, it's very close, but he's offsides. He got that right. Handball, it's definitely... A handball. Yep, that one Alpha. didn't even yeah. go to uh, VAR, but then he did get the VAR correct on uh, the keeper coming off the line yeah. on the first penalty attempt. And that is a point of uh, that the refs are supposed to 
uh, pay close attention to this year. And do we know, should that keeper have gotten the yellow card in that case? Yes, that has always been a rule. If the keeper comes off their line, it's in the it's in the rule book. Um, it's not like, it's not by by judgment. It's a, it's a yellow card. So he should have gotten a yellow card. Could have been a second since he time-wasted for so much of the game. And then if you come off the line, but the uh, penalty kick still goes in, can you get a yellow card for that, or is the goal considered punishment enough? Uh, I believe you still can get a yellow card for that. But so that of would course have been interesting would, yeah. if he was given a second yellow card and sent off. Exactly. If he got, if he, if, yeah, if he had gotten the yellow card for the first one, but um, yeah, I I I don't think I've ever seen seen that happen where the goalkeeper came out like so egregiously, but then they still scored. Anyway, I guess it, it was the only... it was the correct call. The VAR was was good. I thought the the Jair Marufo had a good game. There weren't any th- stuff that I disagreed with. I mean, he he called the he called the game uh, very well. He gave when when um, Columbus had a player uh, when they were subbing uh, a player on the opposite side of the field from where the benches are ran all the way across the field and he got a yellow card because the new rule is you have to exit at the nearest sideline. Um, that's a new FIFA rule. So he got a yellow card and the ref is like in his, like he get, got in his face. He just ignores him. It's funny. You can hear the bench say he doesn't speak English, but, um, He's clearly pointing. He should. He should. I mean, you're a soccer player. You should know the role. You can see the fourth official in the, in the in the replay. He points to the other side. Like this is why I got the yellow card. But that yellow card will definitely add up. He's got to be careful. He doesn't accumulate too many yellow cards. Uh, so let's also. Uh, so, so going back to Yamar in this game, big guy. What uh, did a very good job at shutting down Jossie Zardes. What, what do you think of Zardes and Yamar in this game? So Zardes looked dangerous. You know, he did a good job getting his head on a lot of uh, And Zardes is a big guy, but he does have speed. Right. So there were some times that I was afraid that, you know, he got his head on something and I thought he easily could have picked up a second ball. But uh, the Sounders between Yamar and Ariega were able to get a foot in when they needed to so he didn't end up with any other dangerous scoring chances so overall it looked good and you know you've got to expect a new center back pairing to take some time before it's working at full efficiency and of course they both speak uh spanish so it seems a little easier to communicate uh especially when one doesn't speak Korean. Though obviously they've got to talk to Svensson and Fry, so I presume the team will settle on English. Yeah. Um, But mostly, again, what I'm, you know, I'm excited to see how those partnerships develop, and I'm excited to see how the uh, new additions work together with Ladero when he gets back on the field. Yeah, and Neymar definitely had some chances. Uh, Coming up for corners, hopefully he'll be that uh, new Roman Torres uh, figure and get some good chances on goal and hopefully score more than Torres. But for actual chances from center backs, Arega had two chances. His first one didn't miss by much. His second one missed by a little bit more. But I, I don't think we've seen any major shots from him before 
fast night. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I, I didn't have the sense that the Sounders are going to be, you know, a team with a major aerial presence more generally. Um, you know, I, Yeah, our it, team isn't very tall right, right now. Right, I think going forward, you know, if I had to guess where the majority of the headed goals from, I'm guessing Roldan and, Roldan and Morris more than Ariega and Yamar. Especially until we get Wu Bruin back. Uh, yeah. But again, primarily I'm expecting that, you know, it's not that we're going to be you know, out jumping and out muscling people in the box for headers, uh, more that will move the ball around and, you know, our short guys will will manage to score off any surface they have. So the game finished uh, one one in the end as we've been discussing, but can can we both just agree that the best part of the night was when they were reading Columbus's starting lineup? No love for Jassy Zardes, even though he plays on the national team. No love for Darlington Nagby. But especially, no love for Caleb Porter. Well, I mean, well, with him, why would there be love? He's never coached the national team. He never played on the national team. So again, if, Tons you're, of if you're evaluating when there were the most ooh sounds from the crowd... I would say, yes, that was good, but better was uh, when Nuhu was coming in and the crowd let him hear it. Um, and, you know, again, Nuhu, I thought, provided uh, a lot of great energy and obviously won the penalty kick that helped the Sounders tie the score. Yes, a great game. We'll see if he starts the next game against Houston. Of course, if you if you want to feel the Nuhu love, you got to join... Uh, listeners and and David Moose, I've been telling you a lot. You got to join the Sounders FC fan Facebook group. The new who love is so high uh, in that group. They really want him to start. They're like, he's our best player. We're still waiting for his first MLS goal. It's going to happen someday. Uh, you know, I've, love I've loved new who's maturity lately, you know, but I also sort of miss... Um, the crazy bombing forward that he used to do when he was first on the he team. He still does that. He, he still, he does, still it, does that. He still does weird trick moves. And not quite as He's much. He's always fun to watch. But, I but hope he is, is getting better. What I hope is that at some point he'll combine both of those. You know, he'll he'll combine the maturity to know when not to go forward with the exuberance that we all love so much when he first came up. Now, looking ahead to that Houston game, how has Houston been doing so far in the year? Well, Houston played yesterday as well uh, after they tied 1-1 against the Galaxy in their opener. They went up to KC and lost 4-0. And they just did not look good at all in this game. Just dominant uh, by Kansas City. Even though the, the position isn't as bad. The, it was pretty much like the game against Columbus, except... Uh, Sporting Kansas City could uh, took a lot more chances than the Sounders did. The percentage is exactly the same, 56% to 43%. So do you shots have any... is the same, 17. They had 17 shots. Sporting Kansas City did seven were on target. So, so they, did their, uh, they were just putting more away than the Sounders. Also won 62 do- duels to Houston's 49, but Houston is at home in 
this one. Uh, so I think our predictions for the Columbus game were, I think I was something like 3 nothing, And I, is, I, I was 4 no. I believe I was 4 nothing. So. so I think I'm going to basically make that same prediction when we go off to Houston, and hopefully the Sounders can prove me right and finish more of the chances that they weren't able to put on goal yesterday. Yeah, and if we look at uh, Houston's lineup, they got a lot of uh, star power up up front. They now remember because they now have Darwin Quintero, they have Christian Ramirez, so two two big Minnesota players. Uh, they got Memo Rodriguez. They got former Chivas USA player Tommy McNamara. Uh, and then their main forward, Mauro Minot- uh, Minotis. He's the one who scores most of their goals. So it'll be important to shut him down. And then they also got a former Timber, Zarek Valentin. So we will be booing him uh, at 5.30 this Saturday. So overall, you know, I, I think what we want to see is the Sounders avoiding this pattern that we've seen in a lot of early season games in the last few seasons of... You know, seeming to dominate most of a game, but then letting the other side get one attack that results in a goal. So, you know, consistent defending combined with finishing their own chances will help us get out to an early lead. Yeah, we don't want another situation where the... Even though it has been very entertaining, uh, where we score, like, with the last kick of the game in Houston, which has happened a couple times recently when we've gone down there. Uh, so what is your score prediction? What What's your... Well, actually, first, what is your lineup prediction for this game? Um, you know, I'm cautiously optimistic that we'll see Ladero come back in um, in place of Miguel Ibarra. Uh Other than that, I would expect the Sounders to go with the lineup that we saw yesterday. Uh, so, again, keep Jones at jo- defense and then bring in New Who later. That's not what the Facebook group wants, but uh, what do you think is better right now? Um, You know, again, I think they both bring very different things. If Ibarra cannot, uh, if, no, if Ladero is not able to play in this next game, do do you want us to play Ibarra or do you want us to play Jones up there? Um... Today, I thought, yesterday, I thought the Sounders could have used a little more energy. So maybe you get more of that from Jones and Nuhu than you do from Jones and Ibarra on that side. Um, yeah, so I'm going to say, um, even, even though Ibarra's looking good, of course, I think it will help that he got some confidence that he put the ball into the back of the net, which was a harder finish than the two sitters he missed in uh, the opener against Chicago. Uh, but... Uh, I'm thinking that we will do the same lineup as yesterday. Though, um, if Ladero can't play, I'd like to see New Who in it um, instead of what they did yesterday. Sorry, Abara. Um, I think you're good. I think he's a, a good player that we can have coming off the bench. Um, I expect to, yeah, it to be be the same lineup. Uh, I don't know about Ladero coming back. I'm going to... I'm. I'm gonna. I'm thinking that he's not gonna be available. Is what is what I'm hearing. Uh, but to, but we'll hope. What is your score prediction? Uh, I'm gonna go with three nothing again. Who's scoring? Uh, Morris, Roldan, and Ladero. Let's say. 
Okay, I'm going to go with Raul Roy Diaz, uh, a brace, 2-0. Um, Very reasonable option. Uh, that's going to be the only... He's going to have the only goals of the game for me. Uh, I think that about covers it. That next game is at 5.30 next Saturday. Uh, that is Saturday the 14th. You can watch that, Joe TV. And while you're watching, make sure that you keep your scarves up. 